You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I am your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman. And with me, as always, is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And uh, this week, uh, we've got Ad Astra. Yep. And for a while, I thought we had something else, but I think we already did I it last did week. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, we've got two movies. But uh, before we get to Ad Astra, um, and it's uh, it's big time, right? Uh, Brad Pitt, it's yeah. in space. <laughs> yeah. That's all you need. That's all right? you need. That's, uh, Most people don't even need space. That's a big space. time movie. They just need e- Brad Pitt. E- it's weird how in the last uh, five, six, seven years or something, something comes out and there's like space. Yeah. All of a sudden, everyone's very serious. Like, yeah, right. It's, oh, right. this is like the best next new movie. It's right. like, you know, uh, you get Christopher Nolan to make a movie about something. Yep. And then after that, all bets are off, right? Well, it, it then can't you've be got Spaceballs then anymore. you've got the Martian, right? And, then it's you know, always then Apollo. Everything 13. is all yeah. oh ha ha! Right. Now right. it's big, serious, yeah, crazy. Movie. Everything's very important, and uh, it, it's just weird. Like no, <laughs> like nothing happens in space anymore, except you know that's that's a serious place to go. Now. It is. You can't <laughs> you can't have like a there's no joking around crazy in space. goofy whatever. I don't know. I miss the days of Spaceballs and Ice Pirates. Ice Pirates, exactly. I love That's Ice what Pirates, I was man. I was like, uh, I, people need to watch that again. What happened to like sci-fi? Like, there's, they need to bring there's that back. Not exactly sci-fi anymore, even even though this movie right. is totally kind of sci-fi, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, it's it's sci. There's a, a new thing now where if you're if you're just like enough that that's where we would actually be in the future, <laughs> right. then it's not that's sci-fi enough, anymore. Right. Like, we're not counting that because yeah. if you say sci-fi, then you're not serious anymore. Right. People are not taking you seriously. Anyway, right. uh, before we get to that, there are a couple of uh, just sort of newsy, Newsish uh, things. quick things. And uh, I didn't want to go completely without mentioning the Emmys at all. Uh, oh yeah, because the Emmys have happened. That's right. Right. That's a thing. Um, although uh, I'm not, I'm not terribly interested in running down anything. The Emmys were good. I I like most of the winners. Uh, the Bandersnatch won, and that's like one of the dumbest things that's ever happened in the history of awards. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, especially uh, considering well, because the that was pretty goofy in itself, and it was kind of like all gimmick. You know, it was all shtick. It was right. like choose your own adventure, and now we've done that in a kind of serious movie. You know, a- as opposed to making a fantasy movie right. where you get right. to choose your own Just adventure. Thing, yeah. I-, I mean, it's a it's a goofy uh, sci fi esque kind of thing that happens anyway. Um, but like compared to the competition, I mean that that was just nonsense i mean netflix paid a bunch of people off or something because that's (laughs) it was it's just weird i mean it's like when something wins and you just go wait what now yeah who what the hell happened like like uh if you know if you had the academy awards and we have to have 10 nominees now because of our algorithm and then like the 10 thing suddenly won right and everyone goes Whoa. <laughs> yeah, we, didn't, we didn't do that. Yeah, yeah. we didn't uh, tabulate that voting right. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. It was it was weird. Um, and it's not like that. Bandersnatch is horrible or anything like that. So don't pretend. But no, it was but it's not, just. It I mean, compared to what like should win. I know it was. Uh, Maybe it was a, that, that was a vote. crazy win. Um, but all the other stuff was great, right? Fleabag won a bunch of stuff, and uh, and and kind of all across the board, it was streaming services or HBO. Right. You know, thank God Game of Thrones finally got some recognition. Right. uh, But it was cool that uh, Peter Dinklage won um, because he should have won. Right. Even even though I more or less hated the last season of Game of Thrones, and it really shouldn't win anything, right? right? It's kind of like if the third Lord of the Rings movie was really crap. Right. 
and then it won anyway because right. you go, well, shoot, we've, we've been holding back. We forgot to give it to right, you. <laughs> and we expected it to be great. You know, whatever. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. The the last season, uh, I didn't like it mainly because it was really like three episodes long. Yeah, you and they made me, it yeah. into a whole season right. and just kept talking about. It. But he still was really good. Yeah, he, you know, he's just great. He's great in everything. It's almost there were parts of this season. It's happened all through Game of Thrones, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but I think it like stood out more in this season when the writing overall seemed more like we're just trying to pad everything. Yeah. Um, but there were times during this season where he's just making other people look silly. Like yeah. the other people who had to <laughs> act with him, it was like they were in class, like, and, yeah. and he's, yeah. over, That's That's he's over there being awesome. And they're, I don't know, going through the motions of <laughs> they're, whatever they're on their mark. lines they're supposed to be <laughs> they're saying. They're standing on the right. X. Yeah. You know? Anyway. Um, so it was cool that he That's won, funny. but, uh, you know, a lot of things won a lot of cool things. It's interesting, uh, now going into like the critics choice since we've still got TV, uh, so that will be interesting to see where things line up. I am not in love with this is going to be like total horrible thing. I'm not in love with uh, the fact that the guy won from Pose that everybody is really happy about that he won. Hooray, hooray. Right, right. And, and mainly because uh, even if he sucked, he would have won. Right. <laughs> because right. that's why that's he what won. It's going, that, yeah. And uh, the show is just, uh, I think, awful i I, I, everybody loves that show and i think it's just the most like goofy show it's like american horror story it's like it's like everything he does now it's it's really awful and no one will say it like no one will tell him that it's garbage because of whatever politically correct yeah motivation he has or infuses into the show or (laughs) does whatever right I don't know. He's got like people snowed. I just I he think, gets some I think it's I think it's maybe they're a dumb just show. maybe there's kowtowing to the ratings. So horse. he doesn't actually, no, I know. and that's this the whole the thing, idea, right? right? He doesn't get the ratings. Pose does not get the greatest ratings. American Horror Story, which is coming back soon again, again right? Eighty four, right? Um, yeah. yeah, it's like some. Or 80s, eighty something. I 80s think it's eighty four. But dumbass yeah. <laughs> high school something. <laughs> whatever. Stranger Things is hot. But Stranger Things actually is and actually yes. gets ratings. American Horror Story, like last last season when we were talking about this again, you know, every year it get it's got worse and worse ratings. Yeah. Uh, the but, the season finale last year oh, of yeah. American Horror Story was the lowest rated episode of that show ever. Right. Nobody cared <laughs> how it ended. Nobody cared about yeah. watching it at all. But you remember the first year, Mark? Anyway, no, the first year wasn't that great either. Uh. The first year was okay. The second okay. and third ones were okay. kind of okay, too. Um, nah. And then, I don't know, then it was just madness. Anyway, yeah. uh, so moving on. Speaking of madness and uh, horrible yeah. people, uh, not that we're going to get into the news <laughs> in, the, in that way. <laughs> right. I right. might be going all that sorts of places it. there, yeah. right? Uh, I am not uh, going to move on with the show and let Todd Phillips get away with his uh-huh. donkey comedy concept comment that he's made yeah um because it's just it's bonkers and not only uh is it just like goofy and stupid thing to say but it's just adding to my now not really looking forward to the joker uh, right. everything i see about the joker makes me want to see it less Kick, tell him a- what the and makes it seem stupider so what's the last uh, thing that he said well the thing that he said was uh some oh this wasn't even the last some thing obnoxious comment about uh why somebody asked him about why he made the joker this dark thing yeah and and like moved away from comedy or whatever and he said that you can't make comedy anymore in this like woke society now yeah. <laughs> now everyone's woke and everything's like pc right and and you know basically the translation of that is that you know everybody right now it is uh 
basically commenting on what the hangover is in the way that people now comment on the Spice Girls, right? right. Like nobody will admit they ever liked it now. Right. <laughs> and, right. and uh, you know, hey, it turns out maybe that's a really like dumbass movie that <laughs> that never was any good and people only liked it because they were in college and drunk when they watched it. I liked it. And, and that's why it was good. Yeah. And even if that one was good, right? right everything since has right. just gotten um, precipitously worse. better and better. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Like yeah. the next hangover and like due date and all the, yeah. I mean, he just makes dumbass movies, especially right. the things he writes. Right. right? I mean, right. they're uh, more so they're just, I don't know. They're just a kind of humor that's like donkey, right? Yeah. And he he gives this statement like you can't do comedy anymore in this woke society, right? As though he were like 65-year-old Bob Newhart or <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, like he's earned the like podium. He, right. Yeah, like he's <laughs> like yet. he's like yeah. Like he's like uh, Steve Martin writing his memoir or right. something going, right. ah, it's too bad it's all over now. Right. Like he's like, he hasn't done anything worth mentioning where we are in comedy at all. Right. right. Uh, and it's even worse because uh, we're kind of in an interesting place in comedy. Actually, right. there's right. all kinds of awesome comedy happening. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's just, but to make the statement, and and make it kind of stand out in the movie that you're trying to promote yeah and you know make yourself look like a fool well know. here's the thing i think you can actually i think you can say what he's saying and mean it earnestly and reflectively but i don't think you can say it the way he said it and mean it the way he meant it because he means to say I got all these great ideas, but if I say right, one of them, right. you're not going to get it because you're like comedically illiterate, right? And you want to understand the genius that is me, right? So because I, I have to keep all the funny to myself, right. and you can enjoy the PC, prom- like right. that's what because he's saying. I I have this other right uh, I got horny tons of monkey stuff. idea, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and you're just uh, and he's not just and, me and let the it way out. that he's saying it is so like kind of condescending to forgetting forgetting taking the temperature or the litmus of the moment we're in. That's fine. There's a lot of stuff. Like you just said, I could see one comedy after another specifically about the moment we're in. Like right, right. this is ripe to be ripped apart comedically right. because we're taking everything too seriously and that's the center of what the comedy is. But he's just like, oh, beg me. Right, right. Oh, you you want this. You you wish. You've driven me yeah. to this place. Now see how artistic. Yeah, now I'm not like, even going to let it out. So, and yeah, meanwhile, right. you have stuff like, uh, you know, Fleabag. Hey, if Joker's the best thing I've ever seen, all right. Yeah. I'm on right. board with Todd Phillips. <laughs> right. But if it isn't, now you've talked yourself into a corner of like saying, I got the best ideas. Right. And you made me do this. Well, now you get this. And I'm like... Go back to like the hangover nine. But maybe or... if the Joker is garbage, it makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, you made me do this. this. I would have been doing yeah, comedy. I know, I know. But this now you, you now. made me do this right. stupid thing, and so that's what you get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, the Joker is one of those weird films that the more, you're right, the more people have been talking about it, and it's just become this split with people saying how genius it is and they're like no this is not genius if you think this is genius you look at crap on the sidewalk and you're in awe like right. what what are you doing it's just this weird dichotomy of like all these people who are trying to see something in it they want to be there instead of just looking at it being like oh so so far is. it's so far it's pretty polarizing but you're going to f- love it i feel I like i feel like this is going to be one of those movies yeah. where uh first of all it, it's it's similar to Ad Astra, <laughs> so we will kind of like tie, tie in. I'm yeah. gonna, I'll give you a little okay. uh, snippet Here's to compare this to Ad Astra, right? <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you're it, talking about a book and sort of a movie, but I, you know, I hear people say things like this more about books, right? Yeah. There are books that are way longer than they are, right? Yeah. And there are books that are way shorter than they are, yeah. right? There are books that are actually 
almost like being in a college course where you read a paragraph of the chapter <laughs> and now the teacher takes like an hour and a half to explain that paragraph, right? Right. right. And I add Astra is kind of like that. And I have a feeling that Joker's going to be. I, I think uh, Todd Phillips thinks he's got some genius idea where yeah. we're going to be in the midst of watching, you know, Matrix Three, right? right. Where right. I have this. Uh, here's how smart I oh, am, boy. and now I've got to take like two and a half hours to explain to show ev- everything yeah. about like how smart I am and why you don't understand <laughs> yeah. all this stuff. And that's gonna be fun. I I <clears throat> have a weird feeling it's gonna be going kind of down that road, and yeah. he's going to show us, and maybe Joaquin Phoenix does a good job of doing the showing right yeah. but he's going to show us like basically like the same three sentences <laughs> and uh-huh. and keep explaining uh-huh. them and explaining them this is what it looks and like that, in and darkness that, and that's going to be a lot of fun yeah right? this is what it looks like in a sepia filter right I, somebody asked me the other day that i must be excited to see it and i said it is the least excited for a film i've been all year i i actually there's a there's a part of me that's curious just because you know it is comic book related <clears throat> and I'm a big comic book fan, but I told this person that I suspect it's going to make Mother look like an Oscar winner. Oh, like God. I just, I think it looks like total shit. Don't everywhere. Remind me of that movie. All right, sorry. Uh, yeah, and not only that, but uh, I'm going to be. Uh, I predict. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to be doubly pissed. Because this movie's going to end, and I'm going to go. That's not the Joker. That's not it. Yeah. It doesn't have nothing to do with the Joker. Right. That's just. You think you get more money than right. calling him, you know, like creepo, right. what, what, whatever, you know? yeah, like making right. up some other, yeah. you know, super villain that no one's heard of. No one's going to show up to that movie. The kidder. So I have to pretend it's <laughs> yeah, the, the Joker, Joker or yeah. whatever. Ugh. Anyway, uh, all right. So, so. <laughs> we got that out of the way. Yeah. So add Astra. Right. Um, so I'll tell you, uh, going in first, um, I am not sure that this is a movie that ever, we mentioned this before, um, but I'm not sure that this is a movie that ever gave you any idea what the hell was going on. No, and I think in, you, you in sold it right. any trailers. You sold it right. You're like, look, it's Brad Pitt and it's in space. Right. And, right. and, and that's I all, told and you, you and I've said to everybody, else. you don't even have to add the in space part. Like people will just go see, you know, look, <laughs> right. it's Brad Pitt walking across China. You're right. Like, all right. We'll yeah. go see that. So in the trailers, you do kind of get this. Uh, you'll get this whole. There's something about his dad. They're trying. There's something about yeah. he's got to go on a mission, right, right out to space, right. and his dad is right. involved somehow. Involved, and uh, it could mean the end of the universe as we know it, or something. Right. Everything's in and, danger, and that's really all you know. That's going it. in. So yeah. you don't really get. Uh, I don't think, man. I started watching this movie for like the first. I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes. And it's not insanely long, but it's, it's like two hours. It's a two-hour film. Yeah. But, man, it feels uh, But, like, the, uh, the first 30, 40 minutes, yeah. uh, I was watching this movie kind of going, I, I don't know what the hell's happening here, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was like, <laughs> like trying to put the trailers right. and what the movie told yeah. me was going to happen. You were retrofitting right? things, yeah. And then I'm watching the movie going... I mean, wait a minute. Where does like, it at some point, he's <laughs> right. got to he's got to be involved in something else, and I don't know why I'm watching what I'm watching. Right, right. And uh, it never really circles back, right? Except that at the very end of the movie, he says this thing that he right. says at the beginning of the movie, right. but he says it differently. Right. And you're like, oh man, because you know, I had a greeting card the other day that was so much faster. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Anyway, so that's uh, the basic idea, though. <laughs> and he's uh, just—I don't know. So this ties into anything. He's got to take a trip to Mars. He's got to take a trip to the moon. <laughs> Look, he's got to take a trip to, to Mars, things. right? And then uh, he's got to go to Neptune, and that's yeah, uh, that's, that's actually stuff. where he's going, right? right? But you might think, even if you like got the Neptune thing, I don't know if the, the trip, maybe the trailers mention that you're going to Neptune or whatever. So you might think remember. going into the movie, 
if you know about that that's where he's ending up, right? Yeah. You might think walking into this movie, because it won't tell you anything different, right? Right. That what you're going to do is watch him take off from Earth <laughs> and be on a spaceship until right. he gets to Neptune. And Kinda that like, is not what no. happens at all. Yeah. Uh, he goes to the moon. There's like a whole thing there. Then he goes to Mars. He's got a whole there's thing there. Things, yeah. And so it's... it's uh, it, you actually hardly ever see him on a spaceship uh, in the total runtime, right? Right. Um, right. Except for oh. there's there's one there's one kind of uh, yeah. longer part when they're on the way to Mars, and then there's you know something happens, so we do watch right. him. And I, I mean, it's not like he's never on the spaceship. Yeah, but, right. But it's not like passengers where you basically right. are just watching the. But you would kind of think. I would think yeah. people are going to think. Because that's sort of what it sells you on, right? Is uh, it you know going into this movie from the trailers? I would think we've got like maybe a half hour where we're going to talk about him, get him to go on the trip, and everything like that, and then yeah. just boom, we're going to be on then the spaceship, yeah. And we got to get to Neptune, so yeah, you know we are going to be on there for a while, right? yeah. Uh, anyway, so that's uh, your basic rundown. I uh, ended up uh, giving this movie uh, four. Yeah, and uh, I won't go too much into detail, but <clears throat> I gave the movie a four, and I'll tell you before we even start tearing the movie apart or anything, largely based on the uh, potential uh, for this movie to do something that it didn't actually do, but. I got to watch the movie for <laughs> yeah. a while yeah. thinking that it was going to do interesting things. And so there was a part of the movie right. that, you know, was not too bad to watch, right? That was, uh, there's, yeah. there's a lot of decent stuff in the movie to watch. It's just that, uh, I don't know, the, the execution is horrible, I think, in a lot of ways. And the story is thinks it's way smarter than it is. You know, I yeah. mean, uh, I don't know. Most of the fun is in the middle. I, I Yeah. Easily. You know, there's a chunk of this film that, again, it says it's two hours and three minutes. And I feel like it, it genuinely feels like it's a two hour and 33 minute movie. Like it's really, it's really long feeling. But most of that stuff that's really great is at the like 30 minute to hour and a half minute. You know, that's, that's true. <clears throat> I, I like this a lot better than you, but I'm an easier sell than you. I gave it a seven. Ugh, God. And, and I can lay out all the reasons why, but before I even do that, there was a moment where I was just, because I, like I have fun guessing what you're going to give it, even though we've not talked, more often than not, right. we don't talk about them. We just sit down. Yeah. We had other stuff to talk about, and then we just do the show. But I'm always like, well... You know, he left the theater pretty quick, or he didn't say anything. You know, I don't do that. Or I he's just throwing I look at his popcorn. I just, or I, right. Or he's <laughs> constantly sighing and looking at me, like edging me, like, let's go, right. you know, and then I know. But it, this is a weird one. I was thinking on the way over here, I'm like, man, I got to tell you, if anyone cares about Mark Eastman's point of view when it comes to space films, here's the, here's the way not to make you happy. You're not wild about Brad Pitt. Okay, you just yeah, you he's know, a, you he's don't, okay you don't, though. You, you no, can take him or leave him, but you don't. Fan. You're not. Yeah. You're not. You're not wild about him. Okay, so Brad Pitt in a very long, quiet space film, it's not going to get you fired up. The same way, you're not really wild about Sandra Bullock. So putting her in Gravity for two hours, two hours and twenty minutes, it's not really going to make you that happy. You've you're not against Christopher Nolan, but you don't like him as much as you used to. But this meandering two hour and fifty minute space film, like right. you're you're actually kind of like guys, <laughs> space is. I mean, you liked you like a film like Passengers. I think we we both like yeah. that because it was actually kind of you know both interesting and engaging, but it was a little bit breezier and moving. When I when I thought about this, I remembered what you told me. Um, God, I think it was earlier this summer, but maybe maybe I've been saying this for so long. Maybe it was last summer where you told me that you'd recently rewatched the first Star Trek movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. That and was you last were, summer. Was that yeah. last summer? Yeah. Man, I keep thinking that was just this summer. And you were just like, I'm watching this, and they made movies differently. Like, it just <laughs> takes 15 minutes of, like, getting to a ship. Right. You know, and there were these long, thoughtful, like, really narratively engaging, if you're the filmmaker, looks at these starscapes, and right. they're just, we're moving slow, because right. that's how slow we move. And, you know, most people are just like J.J. Abrams, lens flare, get on the ship, teleport right. there, go to the next thing, right. blow it up, run. 
And I remember I remember catching a part of Star Trek, the motion picture on, I think it was like TBS or something. And I started watching like 15 or 20 minutes of it. And I turned it off and was like, nope, I got other stuff to do. Because <laughs> they hadn't gotten anywhere. Right. Okay. So I'm saying that because as an appreciation. It, it, for, for people who don't remember. Or, and nobody or remembers. Say, they only saw right. it once. Yeah, if you uh, if you go, if you go back and watch that, it is the weirdest thing because it is almost like a ride at Disneyland or something. Yeah, right, this it's is what you said. Just right. so impressed, right, with yeah. the visuals that it can make. Right, that it goes. We're gonna have and to it's let gonna do people it. watch that. And for everybody a long thinks time. everybody thinks it takes like forty minutes to get from docking bay to docking bay. Well, we'll cut that in half, but they'll and, get it and we'll watch it for twenty <laughs> and we minutes. Watch it. Right. So okay, if I went to see somebody. If I were having lunch with someone and they went, I just saw the new Brad Pitt film. If they told me they loved it, I would understand. And if they told me they'd hate it, I understand. I totally get it. This is one of those films where you catch me on the wrong moment and I'm just bored with your bullshit taking so long, showing me scenery. Like, get to the friggin' story. Because really what this is, it's a short story put into a two-hour block. It is. And I would argue that it's more successful for the story it didn't tell but hints at if it were a mid-season pickup or if Hulu did this as like 10 episodes. Like right, I, it's right. strange to say I want yeah. 10 hours of this, but the stuff that the stuff that doesn't work before I tell anything about what does work is it's just so cold and it's distant and it doesn't engage you. You could argue that for something like for something like Interstellar with Christopher Nolan's cast, what keeps everything working is that there's a dynamic of human beings that all have a vested interest in what they're doing and then they eventually supposedly they become invested in each other because they need each other to survive so there's a thing going on when you got one guy in space who's just rocket man right. okay and he's just burning on the fuels fumes until he gets to his end you know you're like you're disengaged because he's as blank as you know He's as blank as any of the star films that we've seen lately, even even with um, Ryan's... Um, God, what was the biopic that I, we just saw? Holy crap, I can't even remember it. Um, where he was all like robotic and... Anyway. I don't know. I don't anyway. know what you're talking about. Anyway, it, it, it's just... It's not engaging enough with him, so you're left to be engaged with all the visuals, which are great. I get that, but it really should be much more compartmentalized. There's a whole bunch of stories with his wife, Eve, that I don't get. They just assume we understand things with his dad that are tropes. We just, just supposed it, to pick them up. They assume that they assume that we care and they assume that, especially all the stuff with his dad and when he's talking and he has, you have to do these psychological things, right? Right. <clears throat> they assume that like, because I've said this thing, like you care and I've explained it. Right. And you're like, dude, you didn't do anything. And, you and just makes, had him. It say makes sense when that's in like Blade Runner, when you got to do like a psychological experiment. I'm like, okay, I get it. And it's supposed to tell me something about your character. Right. I do like the idea of it where you can't proceed if your heart rate is elevated or if you're emotional. It, it, it works for me in places, but man, I, I do get that it's boring. And it's not engaging. And most of the time, I think people, when they go or when they want to see a space film that isn't full of aliens or lightsabers, I think they like two speeds. They like this speed, which is incredibly slow, or they love like Apollo 13, which is just one dangerous thing after another. Right. And I'm worried about everybody all the time. Right. And this is, this is so weirdly paced to be like like the last Blade Runner film, and it almost feels like it copies it in a lot of ways with these weird moments of like spikes of fun and weird like out of place adrenaline things. And then it just goes into this lull of like 25 and, more minutes. And and then, you know, the problem too for me is this movie is so slow that you can't not think about stuff. And, right. you know, maybe, it doesn't engage you. Long maybe enough. that's just me. Right. <laughs> right. But, if you want to have, if you're going to be this slow, you better be really good and really right. be perfect uh, about what's going on. Right. And as your plot progresses, it better make sense, right? Because right. everybody who is in charge of Brad Pitt doesn't mm -hmm. want Brad Pitt to go. Right. Like they right. don't actually want him to do this. Yeah. They just need it to be him saying things and right. they need it to be his voice but they don't want him to do it right and they don't just have him record a tape 
Right. And I don't know why they can't just relay that from Earth. I don't know why he's got to go to right. Mars right. to do this thing. I was thinking of Ryan Gosling in First Man. Which oh, right. He's right, basically right. like real robot. And even Ryan Gosling in Blade Runner, you know, in First Man, he's kind of like this compartmentalized, seemingly weird sociopath. Like right, we only right. put crazy people into space. But he's, he's so. And, and, and it, it actually, that's a part of that movie that actually makes sense. You right. know, like he's able exactly. to like distance himself from yeah. enough things that he can pay attention to what he has to do when he's right. in a rocket, right? And right. that, you know, makes sense and sort of works. In this one, it's different. I, I don't it, know. It is different. It's, I was just, I was waiting for you to say a negative. I accept different. It is right. different. There are times where I think it's really great. And then there are times where I'm like, eh, I think you just threw that in there because yeah, you had there to are, break it up. It, it's it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's definitely a thing where they try to create like an image that we're already familiar with with Brad Pitt. Like he's got a family, but he's detached from them. All he really wants to be is in space. Like that kind of guy that we've seen a bunch of times before. But it's weird. The motive, the problems with the film for me are that his motivations aren't strong enough based on the relationship that he doesn't have with his father to make me think that he would go on this weird journey for his dad. And I get there are other things that they do, but the well, trailer, right. he the has trailer to save puts the it world, in a way. Right, right. He's got to save the world. <clears throat> you know, I think when it works, it's fun. I was in the right moment to watch something just kind of yeah. meanderingly slow and visually not aggressive i the things that i like the most about the film i I, I like brad pitt i like brad pitt anyway you know in a way that you don't but i'm not gaga for him but i'm I'm pretty psyched whenever he's doing stuff i like him and i liked him in this well enough uh i like him mostly when he's around other people even though they are all tertiary characters and he mostly outranks them all and but i I think the stuff where he's doing all by himself doesn't work so much. Right. But I just, I love like, I love, I, I didn't love the idea that it sets up like it's just like a lull of activity and they're on the moon and they're trying to get to, or they're on Mars, excuse me, they're trying to get to a base and then there are these like pirates that are after them. <laughs> right. And this scene is really weird. I didn't necessarily feel it was very exciting and I didn't really feel any danger, not because it was only no. 30 minutes in and I knew he lived another hour and a half. But I, f- I feel like there's a there's a weird uh, part of that exchange where it doesn't give you anything like you're supposed to actually be scared about anything. Right. Because it just doesn't it make just doesn't any make sense. sense. Right. And it, it doesn't, they don't develop it beyond the moment it appears or reference it later once it's concluded. It's just like, oh, by the there's, way. <laughs> yeah, there's too much in this movie where for reasons that I'm not completely sure of, we are like both flying to the moon whenever we want. Like, yep. you know, you just fly to the moon like you fly to Chicago sure. or whatever. Yep. We fly to Mars fairly regularly right there's bases on mars and all this stuff so we're and at the same time uh nothing has really advanced right i mean we're still on like you know if we right now are like on rockets 2.0 or whatever yeah right by the time we get to the fact to the point you know where we're doing all this traveling that we're doing we're on rockets like 2.3 2.3 yeah. or something right. like we're not yep. like on rockets like five six or seven yeah, or right. whatever no, like yeah and i'm like what what is the theory of that like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't make things make any sense and it makes things weirdly worse especially when you're trying to have this whole moon nonsense yeah which only exists so that uh the old man can the die. the only reason right. the only reason we do that is right. so he could die which I feel like kind of sucks, you know, have an accident or something. Right. Uh, <laughs> like right. we have to come up with these. If we've got this super, you know, government controlled, all this nonsense that's flying us to Mars every time you turn around. Yeah. There is no way that we do not have the moon on lockdown, man. I mean, <laughs> pirates, it's the dude. moon. It's pirates. Yeah, know, but it's I not know. L.A. where people can just <laughs> yeah. go wherever they want to or whatever. I know. You're on the moon. You yeah. can't hide, 
right? Yeah. You've got your little dune buggy and right. you got to park it somewhere and refill the oxygen in your tank yeah. Yeah. and there's nowhere to go. What do these pirates the want moon. anyway? They got buggies. I know. <laughs> and it's not like what you're carrying, it's not like you're carrying force diamonds or anything. I don't, I don't know. It's, uh, you it's, know what that felt it's like? It's all really odd. This, okay. So earth, then space flight, and then, you know action scene and then space flight and then there's another action scene and then there's space flight and then there's some action stuff okay the first action scene we get with those pirates felt like you just were in a you were you were in a role-playing campaign and you just rolled bad right like oh (laughs) Oh, well there's pirates okay so there's so many pirates on your left and you're like what (laughs) or or you're in a which way book and you just you're like i don't care let's let's go to page 11 right you know it just felt so weirdly interjected it's totally random and the thing that's horrible about it so the things that the thing that's horrible about the movie, even right. though I gave it a four, because I'm I don't know, I'm kind of lenient towards it. It's just not horrible, it's just not engaging. Just because there yeah. was stuff I liked, right? But the part that's horrible about it is really like the story, right? <laughs> With a lack thereof. The story is me, stupid. Yeah. Like there is a story, and the yeah. story is that in this short story that's about three and a half pages long, right? right? He gets from saying his little mantra one way to saying it the other way at the end. Right. And now all of a sudden, the fact that, he, you know, basically he went on this months and months long journey. He's got to get on the ship to Neptune and just sit there by himself forever, right? right? Which is, you know, horrible. He goes on this journey. He, then he makes it back right. through a really stupid way of getting back right yes yes uh agreed then he gets back and what he has found out is that turning himself into a robot maybe was not a great idea right well freaking thanks yeah (laughs) (laughs) your life is more than you've solved all the world's problems now (laughs) i mean it's just goofy but the the movie thinks that it's so like clever and smart that it's going to throw all this Mm -hmm. shit in every once in a while too like you know, people are going to look at him in certain ways. People are going to tell him to do things in certain ways. He gets to the moon and, and the moon, mind you, like this is still a pain in the ass right. to get to and everything. Right. It's you're, they're doing these trips, but still it's not like uh, everyone with five bucks can fly to the moon. Right. Right. And it's very militarized still and everything. Yeah. And so he gets to the moon and walks around just so that we can see that there's a bunch of subways on there. And he can and he can say, like, right. oh, look, it's all turned it's into all this, this commercial crap and yeah. my dad would hate it. Right. Did not. Right. That is not what the, <laughs> that is not what the moon in the world that you have created yeah. looks like, except that you want to stick you it to commercialism this, real right. quick. Yeah, you uh, need to slide your comments. It's like, in. you know, if if you put like some subway signs on shit. Right. Where you were. I'd be like, all right, fine. There's advertising. I get it. Right. There's, we, haven't got, we haven't evolved past that. Yet. Right. But uh, anyway, it, so it's just, so he has to go on this trip and he's going on a trip in a weird way, just like you are. Right. Right. He's on a really long, boring trip to nowhere. Right. <laughs> just like you. Right. And he's, you know, got to make the most of it. And then, you know, once he gets on the thing to Neptune, uh, which... I really felt like that was goofy, uh, lazy ass writing to try and make stuff exciting when he has to get onto this thing because yeah. he's got to like you know he's got to go underwater, he's got to go through the little tunnel, uh-huh. he's got to climb up the thing, and he just barely makes it. The engines are starting to go off. Oh, whoa! Look, he made it. Whew! Right? <laughs> yep. And it was so. It was so. In your face with its goofy, you know, like I'll snip the wire on the bomb at point right. oh one seconds, right. and then oh, won't everybody be all excited? Yeah. Like we're in the thirties or something, <laughs> right, watching right. like a train. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just such a goofy way to do that that it just really kind of negated the whole thing it was trying to do. You I know? get, I'm I like, get what they were trying, dude. I mean, I'm. If I'm going to be invested in him making to this, making yeah. it to this thing, I mean, yeah. I already am as much as I'm going to be. Right. The fact that he's got to pull on this rope in the dark in the water or whatever, right. and right. he might not make it, then all you're doing is making it so that 
this is actually an impossible story. Right. Because there's like 800,000 things that could have gone wrong between point A and making it on the ship. And yeah. there's no way none of them went wrong. Right. right? I, mean, I love that the designer of that was like, in case there ever needs to be a secret mission, we're going to put like this rope here. you right. know, Because it felt very Galaxy Quest to me where they were like, who would ever design a room like this? And they're like, well, you know, it was on the <laughs> right. TV show. And you're like, what the? That we had stuntmen. They're like, well, you got to jump through these right. lasers, you know? right? And then he and then he goes into this uh, thing. The sewer lets you into this thing, yeah. Which there's no reason for the sewer to let you into that <laughs> thing. Then he goes and he has to basically climb up the oh, rocket. Yeah, the yeah, like why are there stairs there? Right. Why why is that a ladder? You and don't, the doors no open. Gonna, <laughs> like you, right. You don't he even just need walks a key. up. You just open the, the door, <laughs> and then somebody's like, "Hey, what's a you know." How'd he get in here? I get, and I understand why when he is on Mars, he needs to progress to Neptune. And I understand why by the time he gets to Neptune, he has to be alone. Right. And, and when you put in a room full of people and you're like, all right, now write that. And they're like, well, I mean, come on. All right, there's a shoot. And now he's right. got to fight everybody. Well, and, yeah. And that's, an, you know, that's actually just, another really right, horrible. That, that It progresses into another horrible part because there's the three scientist people. Right. Who he knows, right? And he has talked before about the fact that they're just dumb scientists right. going on some science mission. And, you know, they're not like gung-ho what, whoever, right? Yeah. They're not like soldiers. They're just, yeah. they're a bunch of scientists who get to be on a ship and are like going, woohoo, we're like, you know, they're <laughs> right. like, yeah. they're like one step from like being on the Big Bang Theory, yeah. right? They're just right. goofy scientist right. people. And so he gets back on the ship and, you know, hey, uh, Control, what should we do? Kill him. And they're right. like, I'm up. Yep. I Here got we it. go. <laughs> yeah. And you've got like these Look, it's not the greatest. Go, what? It's not the greatest solution, but Earth has sent him on this mission because Earth is going to die. Okay. And there are these EMP blasts coming from Neptune, and they're not sure why, whether it's purposeful or accidental. So they're sending this guy, the son of the, the scientist who's out there, they'd give him a code. Your code is orange bravo, you right. know, and that's going to bypass everything. Right. If anyone gets in your way, your mission is to save all of us. Right. Go orange bravo. Right. Your mission so, is to save everyone in the universe. Right. Even <laughs> everyone that's going to fight you. <laughs> right. Okay. So instead of all this weird like Shawshank Redemption tunneling and like hollowing out and finding the weird ladder that shouldn't right. be there. Okay. Because of the complications that happen in the film, they're not sure if they're going to progress anymore. And that woman still helps him get to the ship. And because you know he knows Orange Bravo, he can take off. Right. And then it's, it's like, not, and, and then it, it all spins back on you know, itself because then the people in charge are actually not on his side right. anymore. So and, it's just, there's a lot of weird things that happen. The beginning is too, a little too slow and a little too disengaged and very cold. And then the end is a little too nonsensical and a little too like, well, now we're in a corner. Right. How we get make him, home, him do something, you know. Right. The middle part, I loved it. I had so much fun with the, it. The and middle, I'm not ruin the middle it. part is cool. Um, if you if you exclude like the buggy race, I'm okay. On the moon I'm okay with things up to the buggy. The moment the buggy stops, literally, the moment that they're like, and it literally is just like like helmet cam, and you see the base, and they're like, okay. And then I feel like the game has to like go to the next section. Right, like, it's like I'm playing on my PlayStation. Okay, and then the moment that stops, from that moment on, I'm more engaged with things, even though they're weird and the movie that I'm imagining in my head isn't happening. <laughs> right. You know, when... See, that's exactly what I <laughs> was getting in this movie. I'm like, there's a movie that I'm not exactly watching right now, but I know it's there. It's there. There's, <laughs> it's... There was this idea that I had right when they get the distress signal, and I thought, oh, the dichotomy of this film is going to happen right now. They're gonna they're gonna find this problem, and the distress signal is gonna be no big deal. But when we find out what the distress signal really was, and then I start thinking, well, his dad is out there in space trying to find out if there's any other intelligent life anywhere. And I thought, Jesus, is this gonna become a horror film? Right. Is this is this really suddenly like duped me into like a new genre of film halfway through? And then I realized it didn't, and I got a little bummed because I thought, yeah, there's. That's what he's looking for. He overshot. Neptune right, was too right. far. It was between Mars and Neptune that he missed it. That whole thing about the distress signal, uh, it's the only thing I think about. I love that whole <laughs> scene. I loved all of it. I love the craziness of it. I love the weird, like, 
it's like when you're dreaming and all of a sudden you start walking in oatmeal stairs and you're like, oh, now there's a monster in my house. Right. Like now everything is on high alert. Right. Like, I loved it. I, I, every single thing I think about the film, and in in real disclosure, this is why I only could give it a seven. I remember all the stuff in the middle of the film. I remember most of the stuff in the beginning. This is so weird. I know how the movie ends, but I don't remember it. Right. I've already forgotten it. It was right. so unmemorable. And, and you know, like, I know how it ends. And but you know, I, I'll I tell you, it. It, it's funny because the uh, the part where they go to the distress call, right? Yeah, that part's okay. Oh, to hell with you! It's great. I didn't, I didn't love that part, uh, and especially because I think it no. was, I, I think it was one. You know, I don't actually, I don't want to spoil it, right? I didn't want to spoil it either, but uh, I feel uh, like so. Uh, and I'm going to try not to spoil it. I'm done. Um, so I it was one uh it, it was one thing too many. I understand. Uh, like I know. for me, right? I know automatically what you mean. Um yeah. but it but it was cool and everything, but the problem that I really have with that, like I said, if this movie was had a lot of action and was 90 minutes long, yeah. It might not be a problem right. at all, I know. right? Yeah, right. But it's really long <laughs> and it's really slow. Yeah. And it just makes me think more that if this movie really was good, we wouldn't yeah. be able to do that part at all, right? Right? Because the guy would say, hey, there's a distress call, and Brad Pitt would say, orange bravo, right? Yeah. and we would move the hell <laughs> and on, and on. we'd have never stopped, yep. right? Yep. Or uh, Brad Pitt would theoretically just I kill mean, everyone right then. Right. Like, he would kill he everyone would have, on right. that shit, right, right. ship right but then. But he's not that astronaut. Why the hell, Mark, didn't Spacecom, okay, Brad... Your dad's maybe off the reservation. Okay, we need you to fix this. The world is at stake. The universe is at stake. We need you to hitch a ride. Why wouldn't we give you your own fucking rocket? <laughs> we load it up with everything you need. Because it's, everything a, you it's need. a secret mission for... Uh, I didn't buy that at no all. No reason at, at all. all. When right. EMP blasts start shaking the foundation of all life, not just turning off your internet, but everything... I think we could all come to the conclusion that we might fire a secret rocket with the one guy who might fix this. You know, just give him his own rocket. And then you sidestep all this stuff. And if you do that, you get rid of one of the best parts of the film for me. I love, I mean, again, Orange Bravo would have fixed everything. But I just love the part where he's like, you know, Captain, we're on this mission. We got to get here. You can't stop for a distress. And the captain's like quoting regulations back at him. He's like... Right. Well, if you want to take over, you can, but now you got to tell us your mission. And yeah. I feel like that's just such Bang. made up, that's such made up dungeon master stuff. <laughs> I like, know it is. You can do it, but you got to tell them why. And you're like, oh, but I can't, Mark. <laughs> right. And you're like, well, you got to go to the mission then. Well, you're that, like, that I you really you just want it. me to go see what's on the ship? Yeah, Fine. that is, that is, <laughs> when he's taking up. fully donkey. And not only is that horrible. I loved it. Not only is it horrible yeah, that no. the guy says this completely stupid regulation thing where he goes, yeah. you are allowed to take over the ship. But you, but you have to tell us why, according to regulations, right? Yeah. Not only is that horrible, but the actor delivering that oh, line God, I know. is like, <laughs> okay, you could take over the ship, but then you have to tell yeah, us why. I know it's like, hard. It's hard. <laughs> he delivers like that line. Brad like Pitt should have just, you know, he should have just touched his nose and been like, not it. <laughs> now I don't have to. Yeah. You know, it was just uh, so look, goofy. For for this is we're at the forty seven minute mark for. For about a minute, I'm going to spoil the film. If you don't want to hear this, just fast forward for a minute. When when you get to the space monkey and he, <laughs> and he screws up everybody, I loved the idea that to fix this, like after everything resolves itself, um, instead of just leaving the captain there, like Brad Pitt has to like duct tape or magic tape like the guy's face, um, not his face, his, uh, his helmet shield. This is the part of the movie where I got super, super excited thinking, okay, maybe this is the part where the film takes a real wild, crazy right turn, or maybe it doesn't, but I just love the fact that he's so, I don't know if regimented is the right word, but uh, respectful anyway to um, understand that like, okay, well, I came onto the ship with the captain and shit got real crazy. I'm going to put tape over his helmet and bring him back. And I thought, okay, now that he's been bitten in the face by the space monkey and he's bringing him back to the ship, now everyone's going to get infected. And we're going to get to right. see his dad and his dad's out here looking for life in the universe and his son brought it to him. Like, this is the movie I'm psyched up to see. 
And when that didn't happen, I, I admit I was a little bummed out. I was yeah. a little let down. But that shit, that was so much fun because it came I, out of I nowhere. Was, I was I was bummed out. Okay, yeah. And that So anyway. In in a certain sense, it was kind of cool. Especially it was kind of cool because the movie's so slow. It is that and then any, all of a sudden anything happens right. and you go, woohoo, right? It's <laughs> like, all right, something happened. Yeah. But uh so you know, I wasn't as impressed with the part as you, but I I, you I, I liked it. it. You know, it was fine. Then he gets the duct tape. That's what I was just saying. Like, and that, I'm, like, I'm like, man, come uh, on, what are you doing? Hey, yeah, I think I can bring him back. That's not a thing. Like, <laughs> if you could duct tape a helmet <laughs> and drag a guy through space, yeah, right, right, and and that would work. Like Lose. he's like he's hurt, but yeah. we'd get to the other ship and he'd still be alive, right. Like we'd been going to Mars like fifty they'd be, years they'd ago. They'd be right? Home Depot and Lowe's at every constellation. <laughs> be like, hey, you need some more space tape? You know, um, I, I get it. I get it. Like I, I still there's something it's about so it. There's the, something and, about it that was just yeah, just fun enough because it wasn't and it's not super playful and it's not hyper serious. It's just it's very serious about itself. And I and I like the idea that instead of telling us like. Every time you're out in space, space is trying to kill you. Right. Who is the asshole at Spacecom that decided to put an angry baboon <laughs> on a on a rocket? Like, why wouldn't you just bring like gerbils? <laughs> like, you want to test life in space? Right. Why would you bring like a Wolverine? Right. Like, like gorilla. Guess what? Like yeah. <laughs> like Bobo is up there, and now guess what? Like danger. So, I I mean, it is what it is, but. Right. Uh, yeah. So the thing I think is funny, though, it, right. even though it's not funny, but uh, you're right. It's like pretty serious. That part happens. And it, you know, it gives us a chance to look even more at him basically being robotic. Yeah. Right. He's right. he's kind of like, uh, I, you know, I think it's weird because the movie's so slow. There are a lot of things that would be more interesting, I think, if it didn't try to hammer the slowness at us, right? Yeah. But we get him doing all this stuff and we really want to sell that he is like some weird Spock, right? Right. And so the movie finally goes, look, I don't know if we're getting this home, right? <laughs> right. So now an insane monkey flies at him, <laughs> right? And he get, and he goes, eh, got to close the door. Right. Right. Eh, Chewed your face off. Got to, <laughs> got to duct tape your visor. Okay, here we go. Right. Okay, dragged you back. Right. Like and now and then, everyone involved in the movie's going. All right, now if you don't get it now, right. then <laughs> right. right, like, like and the and the thing that sucks though is that the movie doesn't. The movie can't watch itself very well, I think, is the thing that's going on, right? Like, yeah. if the movie would have realized that, you know, we get it, dude. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But the movie wants to take such a long time trying to get to its end yeah. that it didn't need to and wasn't that interesting anyway, right? Yeah. That it's there's a lot of the slowness and the dragging, um, a lot of the stuff that's... Uh, horribly slow and keeps happening isn't actually helping anything, right? Yeah. This is like a movie that watched Lost in Translation and didn't understand why we needed the whole movie to get right. to the end, right. right? In that movie, it makes sense. Right. In this movie, it, you're the just, payoff isn't there. You're yeah. just not getting anywhere. And you th and I think that you think you're saying something that's a lot more interesting than what you're saying at the end, right? It, yeah. I mean, it's funny you bring up Lost in Translation, which for the longest time until Bill Murray, I think Bill Murray outed it. Like everyone was like, what does he say? Like what was the famous thing that he leans in and says at the end that no one can hear? I For the longest time during the film, I thought the most interesting moment in the movie might be Brad Pitt saying all this stuff to his dad. They're radioing these things. And then he breaks the protocol and talks heartfelt to his right, dad. Right. And they're like, okay. Congratulations on that, but now you're off the crew. Like, you can't be doing this anymore. You're too compromised. And then you see everybody, like, suddenly there's a response. And he's like, wait, wait, what did my dad say? And like, this is closed for you now. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is great. Like, right. this is awesome. What would his dad have said in this thing? And we never know. Right. You know, but there's a thing, like you said, too, that hurry up and rushes to get to something that doesn't pay off and doesn't even really seem to fit 
the same film that it's trying to perpetuate when they finally get together and the coldness of space hasn't really improved Tommy Lee Jones anyway because he's just a cold <laughs> bastard. Right. He's the perfect casting for this in his archetype of roles. He might be a real warm human being. Um, but I love the moment where he's, I just wish there were more of it where he's just like, I didn't care about you. I didn't care right. about any of you. Oh, right. The work was what mattered. And you're just like, wow, I thought Brad Pitt had one more layer to just whip right. off. <laughs> let's just, right, let's just right. flay him one more time before you know he realizes, I don't know how to get home. I right. wish I had some more magic tape. You right. know, I could do some <laughs> other things with this. But there's this, there's the thing that happens with them to resolve their personal story. And I just it felt weirdly rushed in a movie that was taking its own time yeah. to get to where it wanted to be to discover the relationship that they didn't have any investment in fostering. Like it's just weirdly flipping on itself all the time and coming up with no real right, no real narrative resolution. So that part's frustrating. And you know the thing I thought was uh, weird too. And you know now that we've given lots of stuff away, yeah. The very end, um, you know, at the very very end, Brad Pitt is like talking again, right. and that's sort of our point. At the end, like before the very very end, yeah. right yeah. when he's uh, with his dad. Oh, we spoiled it. He finds his dad. He finds his dad. Um, that end was dumb. Was dumb. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's yeah. uh, mainly because there's like no reason for it. And if you're a crazy person who's going to do the things that he did, right, yeah. there's a lot of shit you had to do to get ready to do that yeah. that you wouldn't have done. Right. Like, why would right. you do that? Like, and right. I thought at the end, when we finally get to his dad, especially after we just watched Brad Pitt, yeah. Right, go crazy because yeah. he's like on this ship for months, and we want to have our little montage of oh look, he's like losing his mind because he's by himself and stuff. Right. Once we get Tommy Lee Jones, I want him to either be way more crazy right. or way less crazy. Right. Because like either he's like solved it, right, or he's consumed by, or it. he's completely yeah. like you know dribbling like right, <laughs> whatever. Well, like either he's just lost his mind yeah or he you know you can't still be like a little crazy like no. years later like you're not no. a little crazy you're either yeah you're either consumed by it or the scariest part is it sobered you right like razor sharp sobered you and you're actually no more you, you actually look human but you're not human you're you're <laughs> literally and i don't mean you're like space alien but you're literally just like a shell because now you're like so right. possessed by the idea because there's no more humanity around you right uh, that would have been fascinating. And it, it would have, see, it would have been interesting, like, at the point in some sense of this movie having a point, right, yeah. is that uh, Tommy Lee Jones is basically like the end product of where Brad Pitt right. is is on the road to, yeah, right? right. But he's not. Right. And I, and I wanted him to be, right? No, he's He's not. He's just like a nut job. He right? is. If we, do all, just, if we do all the heavy lifting, he is. Well, but the film doesn't. Of, but the film but, doesn't give it to you. But he's still not. Yeah. Like, he he still needs to be. Because otherwise, like, Brad Pitt is already there, and he's not. Because they're actually not that different no. when you get to the end. And I don't know if you're trying to have your point be that they're not that different, but that should not be your point because then it doesn't make sense. He gets to the edge of the universe that he can get to and embraces the oldest version of himself, which is his dad, and realizes if I keep going the way I am, that's who I'm going to be. Dad goes away and I return and I've decided that's not the way to be. Right. I'm going to be better husband and person and coworker and neighbor. I don't know. Right. <laughs> but I get, what I'm saying is I get and then that they like have... the sequel to this is... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> they get to this point where... Bobby I, what Sunshine. I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is he gets to that point where he recognizes that that's his future. Right. And he's like, okay, okay. I, I don't like that. I don't right. like what I've been. I'm only like almost 60. So I don't like what I've done. I got 20 more years left and half of it's going to be in space. So... Right. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't know, but it, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't get there. It's like a, you know, like a, this could be like a short film. It should know? have been, it and should it have could been. be, and like you said, it, it could either be like a short film or it could be like 10 episodes. Give me of a 10 episode series, right? Where, where you know, all of the stuff, if you're going to make it long yeah. and try to get this whole payoff for it, right. then you can make it longer then and give make it. it a series, and we could actually have more interactions with people, you know? Like yeah. You could spend like a couple episodes on the moon. Right. 
You spend a couple episodes on Mars. You need you, you go need through full, all this stuff. You need yeah. one full episode on Earth with him and his wife and their separation and their problems. You need another of him getting ready. You need, you know, I'm not going to go through all 10, but you need a full episode of him going to the base with Kiefer Sutherland. Uh, right. Donald Sutherland, excuse right. me. God, that's so stupid. Because he's got all these stories about your dad too, and they brush over it quick. Like, did you know my father? He's like, yeah, I knew him real well. Right. As much as anyone could know him, you know, and you're like, hmm, I guess he just fucking hated me, you right. know, because he never spent any time with me. Full episode there, full episode, you know, escaping, full monkey episode. I need that. But but <laughs> the end of the series of, of season one, and hopefully the only season, is, you know, the last <clears throat> episode starts with him approaching his dad. Right. And we have a full 50 minutes of them going through stuff instead of seven. And then you might get a payoff. And then you get a payoff because then everything that you have in it, the last it, six it would minutes make, is earned. It would make you think more about his dad. It would, it would, made, it would make yeah. the people making the show think more about his dad. Because what I think about his dad having seen the film and even before the film is, oh, Tommy Lee Jones is mad. Right. <laughs> Right. Tommy that, Lee Jones is in space is, and that's right? it. He, yeah. He's alone and he wants some oatmeal and he's dead. Right. He's mad. Not, did he earn it? You got to, you got to sympathize with him because you need to respect that decision that keeps him away from his son. Right. You know, right. and you don't, I do all the heavy lifting and I still had an okay time with it. I think I've had more fun talking about it <laughs> right. than I did seeing it, even though I gave it a seven. I, I think but that's, I, still, I, I think that's going to be a, a pretty common yeah maybe the thing for this movie <laughs> maybe yeah uh all right next week uh is it joker yeah next week we got the joker and <laughs> oh uh i think we might have that's gonna uh, suck. one or two other things okay. uh to talk about even if we have not seen both yeah. necessarily yeah. seen them or whatever um yeah. But there's there's like a lot of stuff coming, and some of it is like on streaming services. But there's like a bunch yeah. of movies and stuff coming out. So uh, definitely the Joker, and that will be a lot of fun. Man, if we if there were a pile of screeners, Joker would be on the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Like that's it to me. That says everything about it. If I had a bunch of stuff that I could uh, see, everybody wants to see the Joker. Deal with it. All right. We're in. <laughs> Just because it's not there. you. All right. I don't know. Well, We're we'll see. That'll be uh, crazy. Actually, speaking of the Joker, before we go, uh, do not wear your clown makeup to the oh, movies. Have you seen the like the yes. movie theaters are posting yeah. like giant billboards yeah. and stuff? Do not show uh -huh. up here in any kind of costume or stuff. Yep. Uh, but without your costume and stuff, uh, we will, we will. How shitty too. You can show up dressed as Downton Abbey all you want. Right. But you can't come in with any eyeliner. Like, come on. Come uh, on. sure. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that right yeah. there. Uh, all right. Thanks for tuning in yep. and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Hey listeners, on behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night. <laughs>